taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, welcome PPC buds and budettes. It's another episode of PPC Rockstars. And we have on the show a rock star that we have not had before, uh, but uh, she is well known in the industry. She is the evangelist for search at Microsoft, um, which comprises both Bing ads and organic search. And it is none other than Christy Olson. Welcome, Christy. Hi, David. Thank you for having me. A pleasure, a pleasure. I should add, uh, lover of all things Floridian. <laughs> I'm a little bit sad to, to be missing out on the beautiful sunshine and be back into cloudy Washington, but it's good to, good to be home. I'll send you a photo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, Christy, you've been um, focusing recently, uh, and I had the, the good luck to see you give a presentation on um, kind of the intersection of uh, changes that are happening uh, te- in the technological space that will affect marketers. And uh, these are technologies that are uh, advancing at a really rapid rate, so... Um, what used to be science fiction last year is, is barreling down the tracks towards us this year. So specifically, we'll talk about um, artificial intelligence, virtual assistants, a little bit of voice search, and uh, how they affect, how they will affect marketers and what marketers should do today to uh, not only acknowledge them, but also take advantage of them. So with that, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so I think you had a great intro in terms of talking about how it's almost like science fiction. And about um, about a year ago, I was introduced to the TV show Black Mirror on Netflix, and I started looking at the content of Black Mirror where it's showing these futuristic things and how technology can impact the world around us and going, you know what? While it seems like that could be five, ten years down in the future, a lot of what's happening in technology, some of it with the certain extent is available today, like uh, one of the examples we talk about and I, I love is the fact that there's a research team at Microsoft that started digging into search query data and they wanted to see using artificial intelligence, was there a way to look at query behaviors and patterns to predict if somebody was likely to have colon cancer because the um, survival rates are very, very low. And they started looking over an extended period of time and they were able to predict with fairly certain accuracy, pretty high accuracy rates based on like health-related queries that individuals are making. And they said, yes, they actually could predict that somebody might have colon cancer and to recommend them to go in through a screening with a doctor. When you think about that, that just seems absolutely crazy. Through their and search queries? Through search queries. So oh, my God. Um, having health issues over time where there could be AI in the background going like, hey, based on the searches you've done, you might want to go see your doctor for the following um, wow. because the type of queries they're looking at um, are indicators of colon cancer. Um, and when you think about like one or two queries um, over an extended, or one or two queries every couple of months, it might not add up. But when you look over an extended period of time of different health issues, it could actually help doctors and help um, individuals identify things before they're even aware that it happens. Which means that's a cute 
forward-looking science fiction, but even, even looking today, artificial intelligence, it's not quite to the state of sci-fi. We're not to uh, Star Trek where you can uh, beam me up, Scotty. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, Star Trek, make sure I'm not getting my Star Trek Star Wars misaligned. <laughs> but when you think about the, the, the forward-looking, like having a computer system that talks back to you, that you can engage and interact with, that's essentially where the digital assistants are today of starting down that path and making it so that you can use your voice to interact with data. You can use your voice to interact with the internet of things. And it's just really exciting with how that is starting to happen so that maybe in another five or six years, it is like the starship enterprise where you're engaging through your voice with the entire world around you. And not just for a one-off, find me a quick fact or find me an information or find me a local business, but Hey, I need to turn on the lights in my living room. Um, can I do it for my bedroom? Right. So um, you're you're talking, of course, about Alexa and Google Home, and uh, Microsoft has a has Microsoft announced an upcoming um, speaker with uh, conversational ability. We have so, um, and I we don't have the exact date for it yet, but it's sometime later this summer. We're expecting to release the Harmon Kardon speaker. Um, that's with Cortana enabled. And so when you think of digital assistants, you can sort of think of them in a couple of ways. Um, you have the smart home speakers, which are really in your house. Um, and right now people are really using them for games to interact with the world, the internet of things around them, yeah. um, as well as like quick facts. I know you and I had fun playing a trivia game at your house a few months back. Yep. Um, and that's when you have a smart home speaker. But you also, if you think about it, I'm talking to you on my smartphone, it's an Apple device, so I have Siri enabled on my Apple device. Um, and so when you think about um, devices, the smart smartphones have the digital systems embedded in them as well. And we're going down the path where now your car will voice commands. We're seeing that both Microsoft and um, Alexa or Google or <laughs> um, Microsoft and Amazon are doing embedded technologies in the connected car space. And so it's not just on speakers, but it's going to be across all sorts of devices that you inter- interact and engage with on a daily basis. All right. Yeah, the, back in the early days of the personal computer, we called this an anthrop- anthropomorphic agent. And, uh, and it wasn't science fiction. I was working at Apple at the time, and we were talking about how we were going to make this someday. And it, it, it was a pervasive assistant. In other words, as you're saying... Um, when you were at your at your home or office, be present, and uh, even in your car. So, to, uh, talk about, a little bit about um, you know there there the the uh, virtual assistants or the the uh, hold on let me let, let me do this over again. Let's go silent. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E 
digital.com. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on Cranberry Radio. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. So let's talk a little bit about what marketers should do today, because this stuff is happening today. Like, what what should marketers do in reaction to the fact that so many uh, voice searches are happening? Um, I can't remember the percentage. Maybe you do. And uh, so many interactions are happening with uh, virtual assistants. So when you think about it, um, one thing I will call that, I just did a voice, a local voice search survey in the month of February. We got the results back, and 78% of respondents, over 2,000 respondents, have used voice search. Uh, hmm. And so you think that's a pretty big percentage of consumers using voice search. Right. So as a marketer, to me, it's what do I need to do to prepare? And you can think about it both organic search and paid search. Um, but in reality, they're tied together. And so you and I are having a conversation right now, and we're talking pretty naturally. That's the trend of what we see happening with search, is that when people engage with a digital assistant, whether it's via voice search, even we're seeing it as they, on Windows 10, you have Cortana integrated into the search bar below, it is more conversational nature. So marketers need to start thinking about how do you, A, either write content that is more conversational in tone and nature, asking questions, answering questions, more like how you do speak speech-wise, mm-hmm. um, as well as search keywords, adding in those question words and phrases to help understand intent and take the consumer to the right stage of either the funnel or based on the intent they have with the search query. Um, right. we, we can break that down into about 75 different action items. Right. Those really are the high-level things to start thinking of is it's conversational in tone, updating your content, updating your keyword strategy. So... Um we're actually going to break away for uh, uh, sponsor messages in a second. Uh, but when we come back, let's talk more about what happens when uh, people do a voice search and uh, how that affects advertisers. So, Christy, please stay with us, and listeners, don't go away. And we are back with Christy Olson, search evangelist for Microsoft, the future which is already here in uh, voice search, uh, artificial in- in- intelligence assistance and um, Christy I remember we had a conversation about exactly what happens when someone does a search uh, using Siri or um, Alexa or well not really Alexa more, more Siri or the Google assistant uh, that that advertisers need to know so what, what does happen what 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 do they see or hear first and what do they have the opportunity to see or hear afterward yeah, so there's a couple different ways people can input. Right now we're talking about voice search. And so 
on the input, I might say, hey, Cortana, will I need an umbrella today? Do I need an umbrella today? When you think about how I'm asking the question, it goes back to question words and phrases. Mm -hmm. Um, It goes back to basic grammar. And so when we see people engaging from an input standpoint, they use a lot of question words and phrases in how they engage and interact. So it is that conversational tone and conversational nature. Um, The output that essentially Cortana, Alexa, Siri, the Google Assistant can give you from a couple of different ways. It can give you a verbal output, which Mm -hmm. essentially is that um, instant answer, the knowledge base um, coming across from the search engine saying, here's what we think is the trusted answer. But it also, in addition to giving that vocal answer, can give you back a list of either um, organic and or paid responses um, on a device. Now, if you're talking to your smart home speaker, um, it'll send it to your phone that's connected into that device. And so it gives a lot of opportunities then with voice search A to appear organically as that instant answer, that trusted response, and B, um, for the a for the uh, the paid listing that could be appearing, there are some paid listings appearing today, um, as well as that organic listing below the the verbalized response from your digital assistant. Gotcha. So when I I, I use um, voice search almost exclusively now, and I'm using an Android device, so that's Google Assistant. And uh, when I do a search. Um, Probably half the time I get what you're talking about, which is a, a voice response that is uh, drawing data or information from the um, knowledge graph. But um, what <laughs> the, a lot of advertisers are probably <laughs> thinking, you know, what what how can I get to the first position? In other words, how can I be the <laughs> featured or the very the the only uh, until somebody takes further action, the only advertisement uh, that's featured. Well, it's a great question. We could spend probably about six hours going into all the steps that a marketer could take. Um, But first and foremost, it goes back to just becoming that trusted answer and response. And in terms of how do you get to the top of the knowledge graph, it has to do with making sure that, A, is there a right or wrong or correct answer to that question that was asked? Uh, um, What is one plus one? The response will be two. Um, unless you're into applied mathematics, and then maybe it's something different. But um, having it, <laughs> what Bing and Google will do is look through who are the different sites that provide the right answer. Are they trusted? Does it get um, inbound links and outbound links from trusted other reputable websites? I, I'm going to continue to really simplify answer like that. Um, and then it essentially says, from a knowledge graph basis, yes, this is the trusted answer. And so then when um, Cortana responds, I'd be like, well, David, One plus one is two, according to wikipedia.com. Now, when you look today, you'll see that Wikipedia actually is considered a trusted source for a lot of different answers, um, in part because of the amount of inbound links coming in and the fact that it provides direct answers to specific questions, and it makes it easy um, for them to validate, yep, that's the right answer. But other businesses are doing this today, and I think you and I were talking a week ago about um, a a business here in Seattle is a local Toyota dealership that they went through and started creating sort of um, content around the most frequently asked questions in their service department because they were just so sick of having phone calls to ask mm-hmm. questions on those, uh, on like, how do I tell if I need an oil change? How do I tell if my oil's leaking? And so they started creating content around it, both written content and it was very conversational in tone and nature. And they actually started appearing um, for some of those different, really interesting queries related to automotive care. 
And it wasn't that they were intending to do it. Um, it just was a byproduct of them trying to figure out how do we spend less time on the phone from a customer service standpoint and direct people to our site instead. Right. Um, but they started seeing a lot of voice search traffic coming through on automotive repair queries. Another challenge, I think, uh, maybe, maybe the next uh, set of challenges will be uh, how do search marketers uh, take advantage of or prepare for the fact that uh, search queries will be more, as you said earlier, conversational. In other words, uh, search query one might be, uh, how old is Michael Jordan? And search query two might be, um, w- what what sneakers does he wear? So the second is kind of a, a, a uh, market-related question, but uh, the identification of the person you're talking about uh, has to be noted by someone. Uh, it's got to be either the search engine or the or the advertiser. Correct. Yeah, that is correct, and it's um, it's one that both the Google Assistant and Cortana has been working on. How do you look at the query progression and query strings that happen over time to say is it a local based query? Is it about a specific person or information? They ask multiple queries, similar how you would in conversation. If you and I are talking, I don't always go back to refer to the exact. Um, conversation. Oh, what did he do? Where is he at? What is, uh, and it understands that um, noun essentially is related to the previous question. Um, and so from a paid search standpoint, um, it, it, I would say we're not going to be to the point of knowing how do we create campaigns around that um, previous and subsequent query history. But mm-hmm. we need to start, start with the basics of understanding the questions, words, and phrases, and where does that fit essentially in that customer decision journey or purchase intent. So I might ask where, and that would be more likely for either a purchase or getting getting to that purchase action that I want. So where do I go to get a haircut? Um, right. I ha- I'm showing intent for purchase, so it'd be further down the funnel, less informational versus um, the other queries on where. But you think like how do I do the following doesn't show purchase intent. So right. looking at the types of questions that you see in your query logs even today. How do you map them to consumer behavior, consumer intent, and then starting to create the campaigns around there? Um, one of the interesting things, I think it's going to be a challenge that search marketers or even just marketers as a whole face is right now, um, voice search queries really are more on that informational side. They mm-hmm. aren't as, they aren't, they're, consumers aren't taking as many direct actions today doing the local voice survey um, that the voice search is being used for quick informational tasks less for the complex tasks. And part of that is just because it's hard to do multi-step processes and take action with voice search. Right. You essentially have to have something to help you along that path. So one Good of the point. challenges is going to be that attribution. And it's something that we're, as marketers, going to have to talk, change, talk, talk <laughs> to essentially explain. We want to be there when we're discovered. We might not be able to measure this today, but this is the intent and this is how we get to where we want to go in the near future. Um, gotcha. Essentially with action and purchase behavior. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is great stuff, but unfortunately for um, listeners and us, we need to... No, let me do this again. Go silent. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. 
Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash circle. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Jamming and spamming, cashing in the clicks. SEO is always in session, only on Cranberry Radio, cranberry.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Christy Olson. Um, Got a question. Uh, I did... Again, have have the pleasure of seeing you speak uh, just two weeks ago, and uh, you made a statement, I think, that I'm not sure I agree with, which was, actually, it was a question from the audience that said, um, given the fact that there are, there's a bigger variety of ways that people will express a search when using voice search, um, should PPC managers bid on uh, more longer tail terms, or should they restrict themselves to shorter tail terms under the, the assumption that, that, that by doing so, they're going to get uh, the, the widest reach possible? So where do you come down on that? <laughs> I'm trying to remember how I said you disagree with that. Um, it's a combination of both. Um, so I think the way I typically answer when people ask, well, how do I go after, the, after uh, voice search queries is it's not going to be an exact match strategy. Um, getting to the the nuts and bolts, um, exact match or exact ish match um, is going to be too concise to get all the different word and phrase combinations. So when I Absolutely. look at our Bing and Cortana query logs, um, I want to say I had like two hundred thirty three thousand rows of data of queries that had at least five users doing those specific queries. Um, so it's like it's a pretty big amount of data, and so we start to get into that long tail. It is a long and I would say things slightly differently, partially because we use different words and phrases because we're mm-hmm. from different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So an exact strategy, horrible <laughs> um, for voice search. But what you want to be thinking about is broad or broad modified because you want to know, you, you don't need the exact word order, but you do need the, the core words that get to yes. the heart of the message the consumer is going at. Um, and where I would say that the broad probably the best is using the question words to sort of direct to where they might be in the funnel and then the phrases associated with the questions or with the product and and or services that they're looking after. Um, right. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and we agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. But, I mean, if we go through every single potential way that somebody could phrase a question, 
it's going to be unmanageable. And the goal isn't to make this something completely unmanageable. It's figure out how do you take advantage of it now? So think about the question words. Think about some of the other keywords you have. And maybe even going through your existing campaigns, think like, where could you put question words and phrases as negatives because they didn't work in the past? Because maybe typing into a PC isn't what the intent you thought um, as mm-hmm. you might ask through voice search. And then looking at your uh, computer campaigns because these are going to be mobile queries. Now, I will put the caveat in for Cortana Punch here that Cortana is on desktop and we do see top both for voice search and text type in. So it's not exclusively mobile. Um, they are still using Cortana across both mobile. Hey, we have just a few minutes left and I want to get a few plugs in for you. So um, uh, <laughs> you're a columnist for which publication or publications? Um, so I'm a little bit all over the board. So I have a column right now. I've talked about voice search um, a little bit through search engine land. I also go through the Bing Ads blog. And then just I, I go here and there with some other publications. So I've been on Ad Age. I've been on um, let's see, Ad Age Media Post. I think Search Engine Journal. So a little bit all over the board. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, uh, I encourage list- listeners to uh, read every word that Christy writes. And also, um, Christy, being one of the best speakers in the industry, I encourage you to catch her at a conference. And uh, do you have any conference plans? I know you're kind of filled up at the beginning of the year. How about uh, towards the end of the year? Yeah, I am going to be a little bit all over again. So if you're going to search marketing conferences, you can see me at SMX. Um, I'll be at SMX Advance. I'm assuming, although we haven't been heard yet, I'll probably be at SMX East, even if I'm not speaking. PubCon Vegas. Um, the uh, Simpro Summit in, that was moved into the November timeframe. Um, I'll be speaking at Digital Dealer. Um, if you're in the automotive space and looking for more information on just voice um, and digital assistance, come see me at Digital Dealer in Chicago on June 6th. Um, or hit me up on Twitter. I'm not on there as much as I used to, and so he keeps me occupied. So in Twitter questions like this, but I do engage in dialogue on there. Cool. Well, Christy, um, we are lucky to have had you, and uh, thank you for appearing on the show, and happy Mother's Day. Oh, well, thank you. All my, the pleasure is all mine. It's so wonderful to speak with you, David. It's, I would also encourage all your listeners to come and listen to you speak, because you're thank also you. amazing and so knowledgeable. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, join us next week or the week after for another episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 